morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there right now? On the line, I have a fantastic guest. And I've been waiting to have this guy on the show for a long time, guys. I'm, I've am i been waiting through the COVID stuff and... You know what? I'm just like ah, fuck it. I'm I'm getting I'm getting him on. He's w- one of my boys from the OIW podcast network. I call him a close and personal friend. He is the man behind Scumbags of Wrestling podcast. One of my personal fav- favorite shows out there. I got Sean Bates on on the on the airline. How's it How's the day going, Sean? Yeah, not too bad. I finished the uh, weekend off uh, celebrating my dog's birthday. Back to work, so life is good. Yeah, Frank. Uh, Frankie's four now, right? I saw the yeah, saw your post. Yeah, he's uh, four. He was a rescue dog, uh, so they uh, rescued him off the street in Texas uh, a year ago yesterday. Awesome, man! It's that's just so so cool. I also have a rescue dog. She is a husky. She was on the the London streets for about six months. They knew about her. They could not catch her because she's so freaking fast. And she saw anybody, she just booked it. And so they tried feeding her and the whole thing. And yeah, one day she just like, hey, I'm I'm hungry. I'm going to see these guys. So they caught her. And then we saw a picture and she came home with us like a couple, couple weeks later. Because, yeah. And we do feed our dog people. She just looks very, very skinny because that's what she is. She's, uh, yeah, that's it. We Very have, cool. I highly recommend anybody do uh, a rescue dog. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, because, honestly, rescue dogs, I think, thank you in their own particular way. They're just happy happy to have a, have, have a home and be loved and be part of a, well, a family, right? Exactly. But. The reason I brought Sean on, it, this is, was kind of a last-minute thing. First thing I do want want to uh, want want to talk about is the charity month here, kind of kind kind of doing through scumbags. It is something I cannot pronounce. I have tried. I tried doing my well, my own little commercial on the show, but so I just kind of stole yours. But could you please say what you're raising raising funds funds there for, man? Yeah, uh, September is uh, Curie Malformation Awareness uh, Month. Um, so uh, right now we're selling uh, T-shirts or Scumbags Wrestling uh, comic book style T-shirts. Uh, it has 22 stars of the independent scene, including students from the Tyson Dukes Wrestle Factory, such as Jordan James, uh, Alec Realm, uh, Shiloh, Kyle Boone, Jim Strider, Violet Lee, uh, even Josh Pine, and a couple others. Plus, then they, you have the pillars. You have uh, Tyson, uh, Tarek, Brent, and Sebastian. There's Jody Threat, uh, the King of the North, Carter Mason, uh, the Buffalo Brothers, who are now on AEW with uh, Kevin Blackwood and uh, Dana Garcia, plus the Smash Wrestling Champion, Kevin Bennett. So 22 stars in total. It was inspired a bit by Cody Deaner. That's why he's on the uh, picture as part of the uh, comic book where you see the price and stuff like that with his giver for charity. Plus, we're good friends with the Comic-Con here in London. And so I initially wanted to sell these shirts at a Comic-Con 
and it'd be a great combination. Uh, Jake and them have uh, had smash at their shows, so it was a good partnership to try and do. And then it just turned out instead with all this COVID going on, I've been working the whole time, and so I'd just like to get the shirt out there. And I thought Stephen, as a awesome fan of professional wrestling, and we're going to uh, do it in his honor. And they're kids uh, off hand instead of just a random charity. Oh yeah, because and also if you guys want to check out what we are talking about, uh, it's on Facebook. Stephen's wrestling journey. He's an awesome little guy. You can see him at a lot of indie shows on well, around on on Ontario when they come back up and everything's running hopefully normal ish. Er. Because I know yeah. there's, yeah, I know there's been a, been a couple shows like the Destiny one, NSW's doing outside shows in in Hamilton right now, but and of course London, we get nothing. So, yeah, Montreal <laughs> yeah. has Alpha One as well. Yep. Um, just a uh, add addition to uh, what we're talking about with the shirt. Yeah. Normally they're thirty dollars, and we also have an eleven by seventeen poster, uh, which sells for fifteen dollars. But because this is uh, Carrying Well Formation Awareness Month, I've knocked out $5 off each. So you can get your shirt for $25 or your poster for $10 and simply contact me at uh, scumbagswrestling at gmail.com and I'll uh, take e-transfers and I even, uh, depending on where you live, personally deliver them to you. It's a snail mail. And I do need to, to hit you up because, I'll be honest, I've been working like crazy lately it's just uh eight 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 plus uh plus hour a day is just i find right right now people are either working like crazy or they're working nothing it's ridiculous i'm just like hire some of the people who aren't working to work in the jobs but that that's yeah, just me. yeah i work in healthcare and i have not had other than uh, weekends and vacation days, I have not had any day off. I've been working straight through this whole thing. Oh yeah, just like, and I do want to before we get off 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 that yeah, a point point there. And if you guys just want to message me on the Gilmy Talks page, I will redirect you 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 to Sean. It's it's easy, guys. We're we're we all got social media now. We all got interwebs and. Uh, cell phones and this and that and we're all there but this is for a fantastic cause and I'm I fully support it you guys have 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 heard the commercial the past past a uh, couple c- couple couple weeks there which I will be entering here hey wrestling fans it's Sean from scumbags wrestling September is carrying malformation awareness month and we've teamed up with Steven's wrestling journey to present this great t-shirt Proceeds from it are going to help Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto as they do research for carrying well formation. You can get the shirt for $30 or a poster for $15. However, I'm going to do something better. For the month of September, you get your t-shirt during this month. I'll reduce it by $5 so you get the shirt for $25 or the poster for $10. Contact me through the Scumbags Wrestling Facebook page or... Email me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. Get an amazing t-shirt and help a great cause at the same time.
right. <laughs> I love the magic of editing. It's a wonderful thing. But, yeah, it's always great. Oh, yeah. And now that... Uh, and this is kind of a special edition of Gyomi Talks. I very rarely put out two shows a, a week. But I think it's to- totally worth it putting a little bit of, of extra effort in and getting this thing, this thing going. Because... I think the shirt actually looks really, really cool. It's because I'm a huge uh, com- comic fan and I'm a wrestling fan, and you kind of put my both of my loves to 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 uh, to uh, to together there, and yeah. Yeah, it's it an awesome uh, combination to be able to do that. The uh, shout out and compliment. Awesome man. And now, I must ask, why why did you ever uh, decide to start start scumbags? I don't know where you actually started out. Was it just a, a Facebook group that grew into a podcast, or a podcast that grew into a Facebook group, or how how uh, did yeah, how, how to start, a, man? Yeah, a group that grew into a podcast. Uh, initially, I well, I've been a wrestling fan since '86 when I saw Randy Savage break Ricky Steamboat's neck and heard uh, Ventura and McMahon talk about it on Saturday morning, flipping the channels in the old school going down the line and flipping the channel, wanting to see what was on Saturday morning cartoons. It was 11 o'clock, and next thing you know, Superstars is on, and I'm hearing that. And so I've always been a fan since then. And then I started going uh, to Smash uh, shows at Fanshawe, and as I said, I have that connection with the guys from Comic-Con, and so they were, uh, we would all go together uh, in that regards. On the other side of the ring, though, there was some loudmouths going off as well, and they called themselves the Wrestling Nerds. And so it was kind of a rivalry group in a way. It spawned out of uh, us wanting our own group, and it actually helped enhance shows, where on one side uh, the nerds would be chanting stuff, we'd be chanting on the other side, and the rest of the crowd and the talent would get into it and help make shows in our uh, view, at least. And then there was talk about, uh, drunks row and we didn't know who drunks row were. And we were just like, no, we are scumbags. And that's sort of the thing with uh, shock stock and that, that uh, Comic-Con has as well. And then Trevor from the nerds had a, nerd sign and said no to uh, scumbags and yeah so it just built from there and then our friend chris maloney he wanted to do a uh podcast uh through his uh outlet the sharpshooter uh he's gone through a couple of incarnations uh, it's mainly uh, canadian wrestling network online and we started doing that and then it got talked into us breaking off and him doing more New Japan and stuff like that, and the Scumbags podcast came about. So we are at about 120 episodes since then. Oh, yeah. It just, the episodes are going up and up, and I was a member of Drunks Row. It was um, Kevin Sawyer, myself, uh, Tom Morton, who... My unofficial co-host on this on the show, he pops up once a month, and a couple buddies of ours, and it just was, I just kind 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 of jumped in with with those guys because they, I'm more of a hardcore wrestling fan. Like we were the guys who would go to Death Proof and try to be the loudest there, 
which is a very difficult thing at that at those shows. And they started doing the Smash thing, and then I started up Gilmy Talks and kind of did my own thing from it from it there, because uh, Gilmy Talks was supposed to be uh, Gilmy and the Big Deal, but we recorded a few episodes, and then just me and me and my best friend on the uh, on the planet were just couldn't find time, and I just wanted to kind of kind of do a a podcast, and that's how. How, how my stuff started and I've never actually posted those those episodes because I'm terrified to <laughs> that's awesome yeah you, well you at least filled in a blank that none of us knew who really uh, Drunks Row were I met up with some people from Drunks Row uh, a few years prior um, and I had a Drunks Row t-shirt uh, briefly uh, but they were at a uh, show involving uh Hardcore wrestling uh, version H- or whatever, and uh, they, HRT uh, it was called. Yeah, yeah, it uh, had a infamous uh, event at the Ukrainian club. Unfortunately, you were there. Uh, so I know a lot about it. I unfortunately did not make it. I had to go to work, uh, and I knew about the talent being stranded. Unfortunately, I, but yeah, yeah. we had no idea who Drunks Row were. But you've now solved that one. Uh, since then, while doing our podcast, we've started doing Ontario Indie Road Trip. I've gone to Tyson Duke's Wrestle Factory, and I do uh, until they I can go back with COVID. But up until COVID, I was doing uh, the production line, highlighting uh, talent that are coming out of the Tyson Duke's Wrestle Factory. That's a YouTube show. And since COVID has happened, needing something to do, uh, a couple of us are doing fantasy tournament warfare, or fantasy warfare tournament, should I say, where we're finding the best of the best, the greatest of whatever subject we talk about. Oh, yeah. And I got to say, the production line, I absolutely love that show. I love watching it because I have been lucky enough to, I got to interview Ty- Tyson Dukes, and that was freaking awesome. It just was, uh, I told told the told the story the story before and it was kind kind of cool because he got he invited me to watch the uh the advanced class like i would just kind of a fly on the wall and oh yeah come sit sit watch and we'll do the do the do do the interview after because it had a couple of his students vouch for me kind of thing to tyson and because it's it's who you know know in the podcast game kind kind of kind of sort of and uh, I got to interview Tyson Duke sitting on the side of a wrestling ring and having some of his students watch how interviews work. And I'm like, I'm a podcaster. I'm not a professional. <laughs> I'm just sitting here here, just, just with my, my little book going, uh, how, hey, Mr. Dukes. Um, yeah, never been so nervous. And I've interviewed like PCO and some pretty big pretty big uh, big uh, names on the uh, on the uh, scene uh, everybody else kind of blanking on my mind right now because it's 8 30 at night i've worked all day and uh i haven't had coffee for about 12 hours so yeah <laughs> uh. yeah i hear you on the whole uh nervous to interview uh, interview tyson i don't know how i ended up at the factory but then it just became a normal thing i was taking photos uh of them and using it on our uh, Facebook page and started talking with the guys. Uh, one of the first people I met actually was uh, Alec Realm, 
at a uh, franchise show and just started going from there. And then I asked him if he minded if I recorded and I did a uh, test run of the show, sent it to him, and we are 20 some odd episodes later. Isn't it, isn't it kind of crazy just you have an idea and then it's like, okay, I'm 100 episodes now. Um, what do I do from here? <laughs> exactly. Do I, do I revamp the show? Do I keep it going this way? Just And, yeah, guys, we're just podcasters chatting because we like creating content. We like putting out there because yeah, I try to put out a show that I would like to listen to. I don't know if that's kind of your thing, but. Yeah, as much as possible, and also I want to put, uh, put a spotlight on the local scene because everybody else can do the, the uh, uh, major guys right now. That's all I'm doing is the major stuff because there isn't any Ontario. I always try and uh, highlight the Ontario things first, then my views and opinions of the major stuff. Oh, yeah, and let's not get into my, my views about wrestling without a crowd. It's just not, it's not the same. True. I'm still going to watch and see highlights and stuff, but I tried watching, a, what was it? not the last WWE pay-per-view, but the one before. I couldn't do it. I'm not, I'm not into anything without crowds, whether it's sports. Like, I love watching hockey, and I can't, I can't do it. I don't know. I just, well, opinion on it, on it that, is it the same, the same thing, or a little different, or? I'm happy that they're still able to do something and I get, you know, the uh, difference uh, for not having a crowd there because definitely, like I said, when the nerds and uh, scumbags were going back and forth with Chance, it helps liven uh, things up and the talent know what they're doing, uh, whether it's good or bad, and to keep going or uh, make a right-hand turn and change it up and go with that tempo. At the same time, with the uh, uh, production line, I almost re- uh, invented crowdless uh, wrestling <laughs> before it was popular. Oh, yeah. Because watching those... Uh, yeah, watching your training matches were... Sorry, not your training matches, but the training matches you were videotaping, it just kind of pulled the curtain back just a little bit and see how people train and how how things actually happen like that it's just because for wrestling fans you never get to see the training schools you never get to see how a match is put together or how people actually learn the business from scratch because i think london is very lucky to have tyson dukes put his school here because right now i would put his school up against anything in in canada right now like I would say he was number number two behind Lance, Lance the Lance Storm School in in Cal, Cal, Calgary. Yeah, yeah, over in Calgary. Yeah. I knew it was Alberta. I just once again, I'm tired, guys. <laughs> but I would honestly put his school as number one in this country right now. Yeah, and if anybody watches those shows or goes back and sees how they uh, progressed and made it to uh, going live shows, whether it's for Border Town, Midwestern Wrestling, Smash, wherever they end up getting a booking from, you can see the progression. Plus, I actually take you right up into the ending of the match, but you don't see Tyson's uh, critique of it, where he yeah, points out where they can do better or 
uh, what they did wrong because that's I want to keep that part private for them to uh, know. But yeah, we've also uh, when I was there when they were learning uh, match or new move, they actually asked me to record it and send it to them, and so they could see how it worked out. So it was pretty cool. Tyson asked me, "Oh, are you recording this? Do it." Oh, yeah. So I, I was—it awesome. was awesome to be part of that class because I've only taken one bump in my life, and uh, when I was nineteen, and then knocked myself out, like badly. I don't remember getting into the car, kind of thing. <laughs> like, oh, that's not. Oh, it's uh, I'm meant to be a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I wanted to uh, uh, do some training uh, for being a referee. But COVID happened, and my plan was to do it before the age of 45. I got until May. But he also wants to train his referees like the talent, the in-ring talent trains so that they can take bumps. So that's going to be interesting if I ever get back to that uh, dream. Uh, the only advice I can give you, tuck the chin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did it uh, when I... When I did, it was uh, I was young. It was ninety eight or ninety nine, and yeah, I had totally different uh, school of thought way back way back when. But yeah, so we talked about scumbags. We talked about your Kazillion shows you're you're currently yeah. doing, and one thing I do I really want really do want to ask you though, as yeah. as a hardcore wrestling fan like myself, who do you see? In coming up now, who who do you see see being in like a AEW or WWE or New Japan in like let's say five year, five year years? Well, I'm super happy about uh, Blackwood and Garcia for starters. Uh, oh, I just throwing that out there because that is they had their first match at Comic Con, and I was there for it. Even Garcia came out, scrawny kid. Threw his jacket at me. Or I don't think he intentionally did it, but I caught his jacket to uh, uh, Scott Hunter. But that's uh, one thing I always remember is those two going at it and their uh, growth that they've had. As far as anybody that's coming up right now, I would love to see uh, somebody like local Jim Strider. Oh, yeah. He is basically uh, Tyson Duke's right-hand man at the uh, factory. He has unlimited potential. He has such great, like, he, it's almost a duck to water how he took to this. Uh, I believe he had a career in acting before he decided to uh, lace up and step into the ring. And to see him being that uh, go-to guy for Tyson uh, when Tyson's not around, if he was in like overseas uh, before uh, COVID hit, they did uh, Germany. The pillar did. Hansen still continued with uh, Strider doing them. Um, so he's definitely one that I would love to see uh, do well. Um, because I'm surprised somebody like Brent Bank or Tarek are not up further. Yeah, it's those two. I am amazed. I have said it many times. Brent Banks is money. <laughs> uh, he is like I can see him going to a making a fit in AEW. And Tarek, if he gets in NXT, 
he will steal that show. He will be headlining like Gar Gar like Johnny Gargano is, and it just because Tarek is has been one of my favorite guys, and he just has that it, that undefinable it. Like Jim Jim Strider also has it. Like you saying he has an acting background that perfectly describes it, because drama is a big part of wrestling and just facial looks and just to to quote somebody it's an art form it truly is and it's something i absolutely love watching because there's nothing else like it out there yeah and when we talk about Tarek, uh what comes to mind for myself is the fact that i, I took that trip to uh toronto for uh super showdown and it started off with an amazing match, uh, grudge match, blood feud, literally blood feud, with Sebastian Suave and uh, Kingdom was in their corner. And the show ended with Tyson bowing out of the main event and Tarek going against Joey Janela to become the uh, Smash champion. Book ending that uh, whole entire show with how Tarek was, was amazing and well worth the trip I took to. Uh, Toronto and coming back. Oh yeah, and Tarek's just and guys, if you don't know who Tarek is, go check him out. He is on Smash Wrestling. He was he was Deathproof Fight Club champion for a while. He is involved in Super Kicked, based out of Toronto. He is like the Ontario indie scenes like hidden treasure. I I I think right now. Why that guy's not signed though? That those pretty much those. Tarek, Brent Banks, Psycho Mike, and the fourth one for me always kind of varies, but right now I'm just kind of thinking, uh, uh, what's his name? I'm I'm totally blanking on, on the other guy. Well, I'm just going going to say it, one of my personal on Hamilton favorites right now, Tyler Tyler Arrow. I think that guy has a big, big up, up upside, and when he gets... Because he's a tag team guy and with Mike Forte and he, Airstrike is amazing together. He's a great, great wrestler by himself. He's one of, he's also one of those hidden Ontario indie guys that I just absolutely love. Yeah, I would also uh, throw in somebody like the King of the North, Carter Mason, and uh, Space Monkey. Yep. People might not like the uh, comedy uh, side of things of Space Monkey, but considering everything he does... And stays in character as a monkey, uh, even at the merch table. That, that is talent, just to be able to uh, do that. And you need those kind of guys along oh, with yeah. your psycho mics. And Carter Mason is a friend uh, friend of, of the show. I've got the opportunity to work with him, interview him. He is very generous with his time time with me. And he doesn't do that many podcasts or interviews, but whenever I ask him, he does mine, which is... Kind of cool, and Space Monkey is well, a running kind of a running gag gag on my show. Whenever somebody says it, gotta go Space Monkey because I just I love that character because it's just so much fun to see when uh, especially his tag team with Shane uh, Shane Saber. I can and his pi- the Space Pirates. I'm like that would just so it's. They are so much fun to watch. You can just turn your brain off, enjoy amazing wrestling for however long long the match is. 
you can say horrible, horrible things to uh, a saber, and he'll, he'll, he he just smiles at you. I'm like, it's great. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, and uh, when are we starting a, a wrestling promotion in uh, uh, London? I'm just uh, wondering now because we need more wrestling in uh, London. And <laughs> yeah, uh, that could be coming. Who knows? But at Who the knows? same time, if you've uh, been paying attention to. Uh, Tyson Dukes, not only does he have the Hammerlock apparel, but there looks like there could be some Hammerlock uh, wrestling going on uh, soon. So, in our case, over at Scumbags, we'll be supporting not only Hammerlock, Smash, of course, because that's what got us started. We love Midwestern wrestling, and Doug and Clarence, they uh, gave us a big boost back in November of last year at their first show. But, yeah, we're going to cover as much as we can. Oh, yeah, because London is a wrestling town. It The wrestling fans here, like, the L- London Music Hall venue is perfect for a wrestling show. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it's one of those venues that you know is just fantastic. You can cram 300 people in there, or after the COVID rules, maybe 30. Who knows? But... <laughs> Yeah, who knows? But it is a fantastic venue for wrestling. And I'm not one to really keep a seat in a wrestling show. I'm always in the back just standing there because um, when I'm at a show, I kind of get twitchy. I can't stay seated for a long period of time. And I never know who if I want to sit with the nerds or I want to sit with the scumbags or I want to just be dad or, (laughs) you know. Okay, what was one of your your favorite matches you've actually seen at Music Hall? At Music Hall, I honestly, I think, would be one of the last ones um, that we saw with um, the Revolt winning the tag team titles from uh, Halal Beefcake. Um, I know both uh, Alec Rome and uh, Jordan James really well because of the uh, factory and to see their progression and that was a three match uh sort of uh evolution between them because they also went and challenged the tag team titles in st thomas and uh enlistable for midwestern wrestling uh the titles were put on the line with them and this was their third try at the christmas show and to see them actually pull it off of course, there was some stuff behind the scenes that, you know, they took the titles back away from. But just to see that these guys that I've seen train get to the top of that mountain uh, was amazing. Like, I love that uh, for them. And I love the Smash tag team belts. Out of the, all the Smash belts, those are probably me, probably my uh, favorite. I am a leather, uh, I'm a white leather mark for any belts with it. I kind of... I, I kind of dig it, but I think mine would probably be Jay White versus Tyson Ty, Tyson Dukes because that match I it's probably the last live match I just watched and was amazed by the how good the talent is. It's just like wow! It was one of those I didn't I don't even think I blinked during the entire match. And it would just because Tyson's Tyson, and he's an amazing, amazing talent. 
Oh, and NWA, when you guys are getting back up, get Tyson Dukes on your show. He'll school everybody. He's the kind of guy you're you're looking for. I have no idea why you haven't booked him yet. Yeah, I know he tried campaigning to uh, be a part of it, and I'm not sure if he heard back from him or not. It'd be wonderful to see it. Oh, yeah, because and Dukes is such a such a nice guy, too. Unless he's playing a, a heel, and then he'll, you'll truly hate him. But Yeah, he's, he went after Kurt Mason's mom. Oh, yeah. Like, heel, heel Tyson Dukes is kind of scary. He, he really is. And now... We're going to do the Gilmy Talks uh, Talks 10, guys, because I love doing this. It's so much fun. But first thing, the important thing. If they want to support the charity, I cannot pronounce, but I am all behind it because I can't do CHs, man. <laughs> I, 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 the speech impediment does not let me do them well. Please say it. Yeah, no problem. So it is the Carry Malformation uh, Awareness Month, September is, uh, Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto is raising uh, awareness and uh, research for uh, this. We're raising funds on behalf of Stephen's Wrestling Journey. Stephen Spice is a nine-year-old who has uh, carrying malformation. It is a very sad uh, condition to have, should I say. And they're hoping to maybe stop it before uh, birth. But uh, he's part of the research and all that. We are selling t-shirts, the comic book style. For the month of September, $5 off, which means $25 for the shirt, $10 for an 11 by 17 poster, 22 stars of the Ontario indie scene. And yeah, you can reach me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. We're available on uh, Twitter at Scumbags Canada, Instagram, Scumbags Wrestling. And, of course, our group, simply on uh, Facebook, Scumbags Wrestling. And that's the easiest way of getting in touch with us. Yeah, and I'm going to put all, all, all your links in the, uh, in the show notes, guys. Or just, you know what, contact me, and I'll literally just click and copy and paste it with a link for you. All right? Now, the Gilmy Talks 10, because I, I'm pretty sure you have heard this once or, once or twice. So I'll... Yeah. I'll because and also thank you for listening to the show every every so often. You're one of the few guys who I can say might be busier than than me. But <laughs> uh, well, good thing for walking my dog, I get to listen to podcasts as I do the walk. You know what? I do the same thing. <laughs> I, I actually I just finished uh, listening to Ben Ortman's latest one with. Uh, Benjamin Boone. It's actually a really, really good dev show. I truly, I, I recommend checking it out. But all right, first one: cake or pie? Pie. Everybody chooses pie. It's why? Why do we celebrate birthdays with cake? Yeah. Uh, all right. Clean shaven or facial hair? Clean shaven. I. Uh... Get the goatee for many years as security. Clean shaven is the way to go right now. Yeah. Online shopper, or do you prefer the mall? Po- Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. <laughs> I'm more of a uh, go into the mall and grab it. I've started a little more online shopping, obviously, but yeah, I'm a mall person. Oh, yeah, because we all got to make that the Amazon guy richer, right? 
Of course. Oh, yeah. Pirate or Viking? Pirate. Reading or movies? Movies for sure. Uh, hero or villain? Well, we are scumbags, so... <laughs> Answers itself. Roses or daisies? Uh, I go with daisies, I guess. I'm more of an orchid. Orchids are uh, cool, except I I always kill them in like three days. I do not have a green thumb. It's one of those things. PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, Xbox? I'm a Nintendo guy. Yeah, the Switch is actually a very... I'm really digging the Switch as a, as a system. Because as a dad, I can literally give it to my son and tell him to go away. It's wonderful. It's great. It's portable and... It's more family friendly. Plus, the other ones don't have Donkey Kong, Zelda, or Mario. Yeah, I know. Three best characters ever. Yeah, the only one they're missing, Sonic. When the last time they actually put out a Sonic game? Um, I think there was something with Nintendo that they did do. Yeah, it was probably garbage, but who knows? Are you a night owl or an early riser? Both. I get like four hours sleep, so I'm in bed by uh, 12.30, 1 o'clock, up at 5.30. Ah, it's called being a podcaster. <laughs> uh, we all stay up late editing for some unknown reason. <laughs> yep. All right, and question number 10. It's always number 10. It's not random. I just like uh, asking everyone this one. Toilet paper, over or under? Over. Good, because you are very much over over on the show, man. (laughs) All right. And I just want to say thank you very, very much for uh, coming on, man. It was fun to actually sit down and chat for for a little bit because, A, I love talking to podcasters. You're a fantastic member of the OIW Podcast Network. Love you for that. And, yeah, no, we just need to – we need to – Need to chat chat more before uh, DMing each other every so often. <laughs> for sure. No, uh, thank you for the opportunity. And we also want to have you probably on a uh, Fantasy Warfare Tournament episode. I will be on that. You're calling me out now. And we will figure out a time because from from messages and stuff, you know my, uh, my uh, crazy life. And you've been very patient coming on the show. <laughs> But I do want to want to just say, hey man, we will figure that out for sure. Um, I'll have to figure out how Streamyard works. I have no idea, but we will get this figured out, and I will do an uh, an episode. Uh, I will probably probably bring uh, Ryan Knight and. Oh yeah, that'll be a good one. Uh, I want to do one uh, with a large group. Normally we have only three on. And we need an odd number to uh, do the voting system uh, without having to do tiebreakers. And uh, I want to find a really good topic for everybody to be a part of. 